back when I joined the seminary, I think there was a, a kind of a misconception, and I think on my part too, that you know, I joined the seminary and I'd go to the I'd go to it was actually run by monks at the time, but go to join the go to this monastery, walk in to the building, and then seven years later walk out. I just kind of live a very generally a very sheltered life, one that doesn't really uh, engage as much with the world. But kind of on the contrary, by the time seven years was done, I found that I kind of had a lot of experiences from teaching in schools to working in prisons to traveling to different foreign countries, seeing the Holy Land, working mission work in Guatemala, doing, uh, doing mission experiences in, in Arizona and, and, and New Mexico. It was kind of just ended up being like a lot of, a lot of kind of adventure that came along with uh, seminary. And the running joke really, if you, amongst the seminarians was much kind of aligned with the Navy, join the seminary and see the world. It wasn't, it wasn't really as, as sheltered of an environment as any of us really expected. Uh, and it was, it was a pretty awesome experience. Like, it was really cool to be able to say, yeah, I worked with a midshipman for two years at the Naval Academy. Or to say, yeah, I worked pretty extensively with guys who had been convicted of manslaughter and murder and whatnot in prisons. And that I, you know, that I actually survived, believe it or not, a kindergarten class. Like, that was a huge accomplishment for me. Uh, these things were, were, were real kind of difficult things to do. And a part of me was proud of it, but then I kind of looked back on it all, and I recognized that while it was really, really amazing to get these experiences, I was probably a little too greedy for the experiences. I was probably a little bit too greedy to travel a lot, to get all these kind of unique experiences that I would never get again. I was probably a little bit too greedy to go out and to, to, to live well because... YOLO, baby. You only live once. That idea was kind of a prevalent thought, at least in my mind at the time. And it, it kind of dictated much of the way I did seminary. A lot of it was, well, I'm, you know, I'm only here once. Let me try and get this done. And I, I ended up trying to, I got really, really greedy and many times overextended myself. And it wasn't until I was ordained uh, a deacon that I really stopped and recognized uh, for the first time, that amidst all of the wild and, and, and wild experiences that I had had training to be a priest, the one thing I regret, the one thing I regret not doing more, not, not experiencing more, not, that, not really engaging in more, was prayer. Of all the places I had been, all the places that I could have gone studying in the Northeast, the one place I wish I would have gone more was the chapel. And that was kind of an astonishing experience for me. It was at that moment that I think I realized and recognized the whole logic of this passage, the whole logic of this very mysterious gospel where Jesus says, if you love your father or mother more than me, you're not worthy of me. If you love your son or daughter more than me, then you're not worthy of me. Only if you take up your cross and follow me will you ever be worthy of me. It was only whenever I really recognized and saw that, 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 so much of my life had been geared toward this, this, the, the prioritizing things that were not necessarily of God, even though it was a seminarian, even though it was my job. Because I think a lot of, a lot of it kind of rested in this, in this next line in the gospel. Whoever finds his life will lose it. You see this mentality that I think a lot of us in the world kind of preaches to us is you got to go find yourself. you got to go and engage in the world. 
You gotta go get experiences. You gotta go do things that you'd never do before. You gotta live. You gotta find yourself. You gotta you gotta exercise self-discovery. But the irony is, is the more we do things to find ourselves, and I'm not saying they're wrong, whether it's fishing or hunting or traveling or playing video games or whatever, the more we do these things, at some point the fishing trip has to end. At some point you gotta get back from hunting. At some point, you got to leave the gym. And ultimately, what ends up happening, you and I recognize that, well, I still got the same problems that I got. Still got the same issues that I got to experience. Still got the, got the same worries. I still got the same, the same things on my plate. And all these things really did was end up kind of delaying the issue, kind of escaping. I'm not saying that it's wrong to hunt or fish or go to the gym. I do all these things. But what I'm saying is that these things will never, ever satisfy our longing for life. These things will never ever satisfy our longing for something greater, for something good, for something beautiful, for something that's true. And these things, this is a really, really kind of intense discovery. I discovered ultimately that the more I sought to find my life, the more I sought to live my life, the more I lost it. Life was like flowing water. And the more I grabbed and grabbed and grabbed, the more it evaded me the harder and harder it was to get a drink. It was only at the moment whenever I recognized that, I, that the call to life is not some fundamentally to go out and grab it, to seize the day, to carpe diem, but rather receive the day. Receive the love. Receive the life that Christ is giving us. And that's what he says in this next line. Whoever receives you receives me. The, the, to live our life is not a matter of grabbing. It's not about matter of going out and living. It's about receiving. And receiving what? Receiving the Lord. Receiving the Lord our God. And that's kind of the beauty of this whole passage. Is he's pointing out fundamentally that the more we seek to try and find our life, the more we'll lose it. But rather, if instead we can learn something else, if we can learn to lose our life for Christ, then we'll get it back. Then we'll get it back. And that's the realization that I had as a deacon. That every moment, every second, every hour that I spent in the chapel, the more and more Christ was pumping life into me, like a blood transfusion. The more and more life I received, and the more and more I recognized that this is where Christ wants us. Christ does want us out into the world, don't get me wrong, but Christ wants us more in a priority, more here with Him. That's kind of that's a very, very hard truth to accept being here in Japan. It really is. How often, especially for us, us you know, like lighter complected folks that are from America, how often are we going to get to be in Asia? How often are we going to get to experience this? This is such a unique experience. And so the temptation is, let's go. Let's go live our lives. Let's go, let's go travel to here, there, and everywhere. Which is fine. We have to remember two things. One is that's not going to satisfy us. It'll be cool. It'll be neat. It'll be a nice experience. It's going to be, hey, it, it might make some good memories. But fundamentally, that while that is a beautiful thing, the second thing that we need to remember is while we can travel all over the world, the priority is in God. Which means no matter what our travels may entail, no matter where we go, no matter what we might see, the priority is go to Mass Sunday morning or Saturday afternoon if, if that's around too. That's always the priority. Why? Because Jesus says so. He says, if you lose your life for me, you will find it. 
Is it kind of a burden to come to Mass on Sunday morning? Yeah, for a lot of us it is. It, is, it isn't that easy to wake up early and dress the kids and come over here at 9 o'clock in the morning. It's not that easy to do that. Is it a bit of a, a loss of life because that means you got to go early, go to bed early on Saturday night? Yeah. Does it mean that it's an inconvenience while you travel all around to go and find a Japanese Mass and go sit in a Mass where you might know kind of what's going on, but you have no idea what they're saying? Is that a burden? Uh, yeah. That's a loss of life. That is a difficulty. But Christ says, hey, the more you can do that, the more you can make those sacrifices, the more you can make and endure those difficulties, the more you'll receive me. And those who receive me receive the Father. And so my friends, I want to encourage us, don't be afraid to go out and get some good experiences. I'm not saying don't fish or hunt. We can't really hunt over here, unfortunately. But don't, don't go fishing or don't go, don't go traveling or don't go do any, any exciting. I'm not saying don't do these things. But we got to keep the main thing the main thing. we got to keep first things first. And that is the Mass, that is the Lord, and that is Christ who died for us.